For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling pop culture and that oh so naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of grass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You are tuned in to the IndyCast. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndyCast. Chad, Allen, Shelly, Allen, an Allen episode here. The Fully Gimmick crew is way too exhausted after Punk Pro Wrestling. They, they're they all taking a little nap. Uh, a snooze. A little snooze, because it was definitely a, it was a, definitely an action-packed show, but it was definitely a, definitely a work. Card subject to change is a thing. Oh, uh, those and they, heads. and they had to prove it on that one. But uh, my love, we have a guest with oh us today. Oh my goodness! Uh, and a not a non wrestling guest in a way. Uh, we we okay. do have a wrestling connection for it, and we'll explain obviously in just a moment. Um, but every once in a while, we like to have independent artists on as well. We've had Buck, you know, our friend yeah. Buckshot on before. Uh, you know, our our favorite tattoo artist slash uh, uh, artist true. here. Uh, and we're going to add a new one to our collection here of uh, favorite artists here. Uh, we have uh, one Mr. Uh, Eric Z. Goodnight with us right now, local Tampa artist. Who uh, here? And here's your wrestling connection uh, for this month Calm for down. October. Uh, he has been doing a bunch of uh, wrestler drawings, including a really cool one of like CM Punk and Dusty Rhodes and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And yes. uh, we thought we would have him on to talk that. Plus, he was at the Punk Pro Show with me. So, Eric, welcome to the IndyCast. Thank you very much. Really, so, really nice of you to bring me on. So, <laughs> no problem. Uh, Eric, we start every episode the uh, the exact same way. We've got uh, five lightning round questions uh, that my lovely wife... Oh, you're doing the sound That's effects right. now. What? Shelly's doing the sound for... effects now. She surprised me with that one. Uh, that my lovely <laughs> wife, uh, Shelly, handles those five questions. So, honey, the floor is yours. All right, Eric. I have been looking forward to asking you questions all weekend. Oh my goodness! And these don't don't have high expectations. Like <laughs> this is my part of the show. It's cut. These are what a way to sell it. What a way to sell it, honey. Here's your question. Boom. Don't expect too much from them, though. Calm down. These are, no, no overexcitement. These, these might suck. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about your first wrestling memory. Oh, oh man. A lot of um, pay-per-views and stuff back when I was a kid. We had uh, stolen satellite, and I remember watching a lot of WCW back in the day. I I believe, uh, I believe, uh, Surfer Sting was uh, that that was—he was my favorite guy. So we watched an awful lot of it. I, I saw the infamous uh, RoboCop scene when it happened. Oh God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Do you even know that story, honey? I don't know if I've ever shown this you. This is a that. little bit before my wrestling time. Yeah, yeah, for for some reason, um, Sting was fighting. I'm I'm sure it was the Horseman. I don't even remember. It I, was the Horseman. It was definitely the Horseman. And uh, Sting needed backup because the Horseman always, uh, obviously, was is a group a group battle type of situation. Mm-hmm. So for backup, did he get other wrestlers? Nope. <laughs> did he get like you know Lex Luger or the Road Warriors? Nope. Yeah, RoboCop. I mean, and, yeah. and they legitimately had. He was in a steel cage, and yeah, RoboCop 
RoboCop came and tore the door off. Of course. It, was, it blew right. my mind as a kid. <laughs> I have to say that sounds amazing. I would I too oh, might call in. You you think that. A you robot. Would. <laughs> yeah. I feel like what? That's a great option. I mean a but, very slow match, like a significantly slow match, but yeah. But, but WCW, yeah, man, they did some weird stuff back in the day. Robocop, Chucky uh, made an appearance once and just insulted Rick Steiner. Not like that that's real difficult to do. Yeah, um, I was like, wow, way to pick low on the totem pole. Uh, who else? God, they, um, Kiss. Uh, the No Limit Soldiers were on for a while. Uh, obviously, our favorites, the Insane Clown Posse, were I know, in WCW that... for a bit. So. Yeah. I think yeah. he definitely took a run. Okay. They got some um, weird stuff. Question two. Question two. Uh, question what... two. <laughs> What was the first piece of art you ever sold? That is, um, gosh, how old was I? Seventh or sixth, seventh or eighth grade? I don't remember. I drew a, I drew um, Samus from Metroid. Sold it for like a dollar. Nice. Yeah. Doing fan art, young, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good move. Like, you can't go wrong with you can't go wrong with Ness. Seventh or eighth grade? Are we dealing with Samus in in full gear, or are we dealing with Samus just revealed that oh my god, it's a woman at the end of the game? I mean, I, I knew that it, I knew Samus was a woman then, but I was I think I was really obsessed with the way that armor looked. It was probably from the Game Boy game because I used to pour over those old Nintendo powers and stuff. So. <laughs> was definitely very obsessed with the illustration in those in particular. That armor was amazing. That whole setup was <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, even it was absolutely fantastic. Even in, like, bad 8-bit, it was, you know... Ooh, oh, man, yeah. I was probably being popular. I'm really sorry. You I were, got nothing. You were probably being born. I don't <laughs> know. Like, I'm, yeah, like, I got nothing. You were, like, <laughs> five or six. Shut up. <laughs> like, question, wow. Question three. Number, number three. Yes, what, what? Oh, wait. This is a big question. I don't have to, I don't get to leave this in. I don't know. This is a super important question. You always throw a movie or music question in the middle. What is Queen's best song? What is Queen's best song? Oh my god, I love Bohemian Rhapsody about to come out. uh, Best best song or personal favorite or both? Best. Okay. Well, best song. Oh man. I thought I had an easy answer with um, Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's, it's tough to. Somebody to love, I think, is the is probably honestly better. But that's like yeah. that's like choosing between your 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 favorite children. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're parents. There are no such thing as favorite children. <laughs> they are all special little snowflakes. Yeah. They're all special. However, yeah. don't leave your cake around our four year old. Right. Yeah, toast. All your food's toast. Uh, um <laughs> number four. Question four. Also important, we had a yes. long debate about this we in our house. Sure, sure. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. No good. Sock, yeah. shoe, sock, shoe. That's that's you guys, huh? That's me. I don't no, think that's, that's me. No, that's me too, that actually. Only because, but see, I know, I know why it's that way for me. I was like, it's sock shoe, sock shoe for me because it's easier for me to get one leg up because I'm fat 
and put the sock and the shoe on and then put that leg down and then like you know you know get the you know power lift the other leg up so I could put the other sock and shoe on. So well, on occasion, I'm really trying to rush out, and we all know that I have a sock obsession. True. So sometimes I mean they may not. Everybody, Shelly has a sock obsession. I have and a sock obsession. And if you'd like to send us socks for Shelly, by all means, by all email means, us at indiecast at gmail dot com. <laughs> I will wear them proudly. We will send you the P.O. box. Yeah. It's insane. But, um, but yeah, I will put on one sock and a shoe and maybe a different sock and a shoe to see how they go together. I think uh, I, I follow your logic there. So see what I mean? So, like, I could be actually fashion showing it for a second, making sure it looks good with the pants, and then take one back off and put the other one on. Which is why I'll, I'd have to do it in that comment. I'll go one further that I'm sock, sock, and then pants, and then shoes. So, oh, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's my reasoning. Oh, goodness. Now, see, I'm really weird because I'm pants, sock, shoe, sock, shoe, then I put on my shirt. That's right. Your shirt's last. Because when I, as soon as I put on my shirt, then I know it, then I know I have to go wherever I'm going. If I have the shirt <laughs> off, there's still a chance I go. I don't have to leave yet. I feel like most women, this is opposite. Like, we would have to put... If you put on pants, it's you're going. Like, there's no going back now. I, I have a better chance of walking out the front door without pants on than I do without a shirt. That, only because you're a white male. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm just saying. And I built like Winnie the Pooh. I have a thing with him. That we, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Winnie the Pooh wears... That's true. Winnie the Pooh is chubby and wears a crop top with no pants, so I can too. All right, I have one last question in the <laughs> lightning round. Let me just let people know these are supposed to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible about it. Details, details. Yeah. Minor problems. So, this seems like an easy question, but honestly, I've not allowed people in who have answered incorrectly. But is it Marvel or DC? And why? I am I am through and through a Marvel guy. Um, because they have the most dynamic characters to, to... They have a lot more interesting things going on than they have for several years. They've kind of lost their way as of late. Maybe they're coming out of the nosedive, but the whole thing with James Gunn uh, and, and now Chuck Wendig. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about all this. Time will tell on this, but... As long as as G Willow Wilson is still uh, is still with them, they they have my heart. Oh, that is very true. I have to I have to agree. Uh, Marvel's the only right answer. Uh, yeah. We do yeah. have some friends I, who go I, DC. I mean, I it's hard. I think the last DC has its moments, though. I yeah. mean, obviously. Oh yeah, no, you're 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 not wrong, but I I feel like. Um... There's there's too much hinging on uh, the the double Batman sales. It's, <laughs> right, it's, it's too much. Yeah, Batman's pretty much carrying Batman carrying and, the franchise. Batman and related Batman stuff, which even Correct. and I would even you know I was going to try to separate Teen Titans out of that one because obviously that's I think their other big thing is the Teen Titans TV show, but again that has Robin, so it's Batman connected. So. Look, Gal Gadot is is holding this whole this whole thing together. The movie Let's side, yeah, definitely. She's killing it. And if and if the next one doesn't go well, it's all over. Like they should just hang it up. Like we we're gonna step out of this game. We're gonna let Marvel have it. It's just not gonna go well. 
I am I am interested to see what James Gunn is going to do in um, in the DC movie universe. Well, especially um, with since apparently the rumor is he's getting Suicide Squad too, which yeah can. And don't get me wrong, we own Suicide Squad the movie, and Shelly and I kind of enjoyed it, but there's still only there's only upward steps to go from that movie. Oh, so right. because it plays on the Shelly channel, it does. It does. Whenever it's on, I will stop Shelley and watch stops it. To watch it. Uh, now I just skip the ending like entirely. Like as soon as they go in. Oh God, yeah. You'll see the you know like the uh, I have your eyes part, and then I'm done. Like I could just turn it right off. Like we're. Yeah, the villain. We'll just skip all the, the rest the of that. The main villain in that movie uh, is, is absolutely horrible. <laughs> I don't know what made them think, "Hey, this is a good idea," because it's not. It's really bad. So. I just feel like they let us down. Like they let us down in all things. They had all these great characters. They build them up. They even give you some some plausible backstory, and then they write the worst plot. I think three year olds in a room were like, "Hey." I think they should, uh, the aliens should be like people, but look like bumpy weirdo things. Right. Like, I really think that's what my kid did, and she was like, go with it, Warner Bros. Just run with or, it. Or, or another proof that this might be the case. Hey, you know how Har- you know how Harley Quinn usually is, like, dressed in something really skin tight and, and doesn't have a lot of clothes on normally? We should put her in even less clothes in the movie and see what happens in that instance. It's like. I mean, mind you, don't get me wrong, Margot Robbie in very little clothing is not a complaint, per se. I was like, where but, are you going with this, sir? I don't know. But, I'm not on that same but they train. Let, but they kind of let it go with the character side of it some days, too, even though, you know, even though she's probably the best part of the movie. But Yeah, she pretty much killed it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she did better in I, Tanya, but... I haven't yet to see that. Oh, it's a shame. It's a great movie. Mm. Okay, wait. I think we had more questions. I'm sorry, Eric. Hold on. <laughs> so, well, that, that's the end of the lightning round. So, just um, for people that aren't, uh, you know, kind of aware of your artwork and the things you've done, if you're watching this right now, you probably see the. Uh, we've got some of the samples of his artwork up as our advertising. So go look at that, uh, or we'll give him a chance to hype obviously all of his uh, wares a little later. But how would you kind of explain your your art style? Explain kind of what uh, what you're into. Well, I mean, I have a, an awful lot of influences. I mean, I grew up reading, I mean, obviously a lot of mostly Marvel comics. Um, got into a lot of, you know, the manga boom of the 90s. So, I mean, I have a lot of uh, manga influence there. But, I mean, you know, also you have your, um, I don't know, your French cartoonists, your guys like Albert Aderzo, um Nice. Oh. I mean, I have a, a, a lot of different influences and could probably name off dozens of illustrators until everyone is bored but me. <laughs> Does that happen often uh, in your conversations um, with others? <laughs> I, I try and uh, I try and you know keep myself on a leash in, for all of this. It's not everyone. Everyone wants to hear about how amazing Cassia Tirada is. You know, <laughs> most people are just like, "Who are you saying words now? What is this?" <laughs> You're just making that up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, these are all different people. What are you talking about? Well, here let's let's throw a name in there. People will know and see what you think about that one. Uh, did you watch Bob Ross as a kid? And should he be sainted now? 
I do um, I do enjoy him, and I did uh, occasionally. I mean, how could you not? You know, everyone everyone had access to PBS, right? Of course. Um, or if you so didn't, I, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, know what right? happened. <laughs> you had a very sad life. You, you didn't have a TV in your house. That's really what happened. PBS. I'm so sorry. So <laughs> Timmy uh, fell down the well again. For those of us who don't know. So now for uh, Inktober. Well, first off, let me let me have you explain Inktober for people that may not know what Inktober is. I mean, I think it's self-explanatory in the title, but some yeah, people are. I, I think. A, I think. A, some people live in Newport Richie. Are a little uh, a little confused about it. Um, or they've seen the hashtag or just all the artwork that pops up in October, but it was started by an illustrator named Jake Parker. I'm not even sure how many years ago, um, but it's really caught on um, with all the, you know, the influence, the influencers on uh, social media. And I've, this is my fifth year doing it. The the basic um, rules are, you know, you're going to do 31 drawings in October. You know, you want to try and do one a day, but the, the whole goal is to do 31. Um, in the past couple of years, they started doing themes. So there's like a theme for every day. I personally don't like doing the theme, so I didn't. I've been doing my own. It's more fun that way. Um, two years ago, I did uh, famous guitarists. Last year, I did. Um, uh, MCs, rappers, and uh, you know, this year I wanted to. I'd fallen back into wrestling fandom pretty hard, so you know, my theme was uh, wrestlers of various eras. So very interesting. You mentioned that you've kind of fallen back into your wrestling fandom. What? Uh, when did you fall out, and what? And what do you think kind of brought you back? definitely tell you what uh what brought me back in terms of falling out it's it's hard to say it was just somewhere right around you know like nwo and the attitude era and all of that a lot of my young dude friends were really getting into it and i just thought i was too cool for it or something i only sort of watched it occasionally and then basically nothing um but my uh, my my comic book podcast uh, co-host has always been a huge wrestling fan and was kind of going through a period of really falling into it hardcore when I first met him. Um, and he would talk about it and, and show me matches and show me these guys and like I don't I don't know any of these wrestlers I don't know I mean you know I only knew the guys that should have retired a long time ago you know and he's. He's he's telling me about CM Punk and Dean Ambrose, and I'm like, all right. Um, but when he and I started watching Lucha Underground together, and uh, more recently uh, New Japan, it's really kind of reignited. It's it, it's shown me like what what is great about it, and uh, it it. I, I'm I'm excited, you know. I get it. I'm watching an awful lot of it lately. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, those are two favorites in our house. So, mm-hmm. like, we watch oh, a ton of fabulous. It. Yeah. So, who who is your favorite currently in Lucha Underground? Who's your fa- current favorite New Japan? Oh gosh, um, I feel like the easy answer is Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think a little bit deeper, I could probably think of someone else. I mean, there, there's a, a million guys that are just amazing and super talented, but Pentagon is probably the, the you know, shoot from the hip. I'm, I'm going to go with that. Um, in New Japan? Oh, gosh. Let me think here. too easy to say Kenny, although I do really adore... No, no. When I think about it, it's Naito, easily. Naito, Naito. <laughs> okay. Naito's a wonderful choice there. Um, I, I adore that man. Though, <laughs> though admittedly, in, in um, Lucha Underground, at least for me, I, I've become uh, such a huge fan, especially over the last couple seasons of Marty the Moth. Um, oh, yeah. Because his, his just crazy, insane setup, and then now... Uh, mild spoiler for those of you that aren't watching currently, um, but uh, currently holding the the Lucha Underground title is absolutely amazing, and nothing makes me happier. Um, and then for me, New Japan, uh, I, I think if if you're not a fan of uh, uh, Suzuki right now, oh, yeah, you yeah, that's. I was like. I don't even know how we don't say Suzuki. That was yeah. the only answer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the only he's, thing running through my brain. Um, but yeah, he's, I need to he's, he's, a, he's a treasure. <laughs> he's a treasure of old, angry Japanese man who also really loves really cutesy anime. It's hysterical. <laughs> so No, he's, he's, he's exactly, I mean, what else do you want? Right. <laughs> I don't know. When, you think, when I think of New Japan in my head, he, like, comes to mind because he's, like... He's so different than what an American wrestler would do. So yeah. but, I just but, I just don't think an American can pull it off. But that's way. exactly what's made him big over here now too. Is, <laughs> is just that scenario that he's completely different from everything else. So that's true. But same with Naito too. Naito and the fact that Naito has like turned himself from the like almost happy go lucky good guy to this like miserable. <laughs> Leader of a weird like cult of of guys. Yeah, he's a, he's a troll when he's the boss of the Halloween squad. Right. It's it's fa- it's fantastic. So. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay. I can't read your handwriting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, America. I can't read his handwriting. Sorry, doesn't doesn't she can't read my handwriting? So what? Um, obviously you've been a fan for a while. You remember the. Uh, Back to back to Surfer Sting days. What was the first live wrestling show you got to go to, like oh. in person? Oh, that's oh nice gosh, I've gone to very few. It was probably this year, honestly. Really? Never went. Never went as a kid. Yeah. I honestly, probably the one that I watched with you may have been the second one I've ever been to. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, that's so exciting. How did you like it? I really enjoyed myself. It was. I mean, I think you you get when you talk about like indie wrestling leagues, you expect it to be really just crappy, and it was awesome. You know, I I really thought the the they were working very hard. They did an awesome job. Cool. So now again, your your first time at, at Punk Pro Wrestling. This is the show we're talking about, by the by, for those that don't know, and if you listen to this show at all. You're probably not surprised it was punk pro wrestling. Um, for what you can remember, obviously, because it was your first time there. What were some of the performers that kind of jumped out at you the most when you were uh, when you were there at punk pro? I'm trying to think. Um, 
And if you give me characters, I can help with names. I think so. Uh, you're right. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at. I'm not sure if the billing got changed. Oh, it did. It looks like Troy Hollywood. Um, that match was absolutely nuts. It was awesome. So like, it was. I, that was that was really what what kind of got me over on it. Like I, the, the the shit they were doing, I was definitely not expecting to see. It was. It was really damn fun. Yeah, honey. So you oh. missed uh, your boy Troy Hollywood. I know you love Troy. Oh, let me fan myself for a minute. Uh, I'm so sorry. Troy Hollywood. It was a dream tag team match. It was uh, Troy Hollywood and ultimately his dream partner of Aaron Epic. Oh, who yes. Had actually, who had actually wrestled earlier in the night, uh, but was still chosen by, by Troy to be his dream partner, fought uh, uh, Jonathan Wolf, holder of the uh, Get Your Shit In title. Yes, he is. Who, unsurprisingly, as I predicted on the show, actually... Uh, teamed with his IFHY tag partner, uh, Matt Kemp, uh, or, um, or Sean Kemp, pardon me, Matt Wolf, Sean Kemp. Sorry about that. <laughs> don't get don't get mad at me, Mutt. I'm sorry. Um, but um, Send hate mail to the P.O. box. Yes, yeah, send exactly. it to the P.O. box. Um, he'll, mess, he'll just message me on Twitter. Um, but, he will. But, yeah. He will. It's like, he how will. the hell did you get my name wrong? It's like I'm named after another uh, basketball player. For the longest time, it was Sean Kemp. No, not the basketball player. So, <laughs> I but, know. I was kind of disappointed the first time. I was like, "Who but, are we talking about?" That. But yeah, they had. They had. He's absolutely right. They had an absolutely killer of a match. It was um, great. The, the, I, I, the, the heels in particular really impressed me. I yeah. had a blast watching them. Oh, they were oh amazing. amazing. So. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so sad I missed it. Yes, my baby was flipping through the air, and I yes. missed it. You missed that. What else? Let's do one. One more. What was the What was the next match that kind of caught your eye the most in that one? Uh, oh gosh, who was it that wrestled Gabe Zilla? Uh, that would be that would be six foot swole, uh, yeah. Cole Radrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that that I I I mean, comedy matches. You know, it's it. I think it, it, it makes a lot of sense, certainly in this context. But it was—it really was tremendous. They—it uh, it was a great pairing. It was an awesome match that he was. I'd it was like, good times, absolutely. Yeah, I would like to ask someone who's a little bit newer to it. I felt like comedy matches on TV are really hard to are harder to translate, but when I, you see them live, I think it makes a huge yeah. difference. Did you feel oh, that way? Because I think, I think at yeah, home absolutely. we dismiss some of it. No, yeah, absolutely. Like I think that something about being in that really intimate venue too, you know, right yeah. up there, and you can see their expressions, and it, it 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 works so much better, you know, to where I think like, you know, if I'm gonna, I feel like most people don't understand why Toro Yano even exists at this point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Toro Yano, another yeah, I, person I, I would I, love to I see. Toro Yano is awesome, but like, I don't know. The, 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 the comedy definitely, I, I think it's, it definitely works in a live performance way better. Yeah. Cool. I know there's a, a very interesting place because the bar is very close. So I feel uh-huh. like we're all, we're all very happily having an adult time right. on, a, on a Sunday. Except. <laughs> uh, Except, so. except, I, when, I, except I, when, I, I definitely enjoyed that for sure. Except, <laughs> when, except when the princess of the peanut gallery is right next to me screaming away. Our, oh, I'm so our, sorry. Our Did she kill your bus? 
No, <laughs> she was she was hysterical. Are you kidding me? Cheyenne was. Yeah, like, you got you got nothing to apologize for. Yeah. Was oh precious. no, we've been we've been training that one uh, a good few years now. I don't know, <laughs> putting a little work. Though so. she did scare me a little bit for a second. She was yelling, "Fight him!" At one point, fight him! Oh no! Because one of the one of the guys uh, was running away um, from his opponent. It was um, uh, Danny Vincent was okay. fighting Aaron Epic in the pre-show. Oh, okay, gotcha. And gotcha. Danny Vincent's heel of all heels for yeah. the most part, and is running away. And Cheyenne keeps yelling, "Fight him!" But I thought she said a really naughty word that starts <laughs> with F to. Uh, <laughs> To, to describe uh, people who may love the same sex. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? And then I figured out, I said, Cheyenne, repeat that slower, please. And she goes, Daddy, I said, fight him. I went, okay, good. Let's get that. You can say, go on. But I'm like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> she scared me a little. I was like, how do you even know that word? And I'm like, oh, good. You don't know that word. Let's keep it that way. So much that, that word is not said in this house. No, it is definitely no. not said in this house. That's but. a lot of snapback for you, Chad. I'm I'm <laughs> really impressed. I, I'm having a really proud mama moment Thank right you. now. <laughs> like, good job. So. Um. So, I guess we've now covered some of that stuff. I want to kind of bring it back a little bit okay. to your to his art. Yeah. Like, uh, so is there an art subject that you really want to cover but haven't yet? Is there something out there that's like burning to be your next project? I know if I have dream projects, I mean, I would, I, I want to explore doing more mural work. Okay. Um, that that's definitely a thing, but in terms of subject matter, um, this year I was debating between doing the wrestlers versus doing like, classic anime and manga characters and I do kind of have an itch to do that but really if there was one thing I want to spend my time more on it's um, doing more mural work but okay. that's there, there's a lot of uh, footwork that needs to be done with that you know in terms yeah. of finding space and clients and all of that stuff kind of like I would have to say that working with someone else when you have to like collaboratively try to work on your art like that to me sounds like the worst I, I have a few friends who do mural work and uh it's always like I had this idea once I looked at the space and then they're gonna throw like the kitchen sink at me like can you also put in like a little dipper and uh you know what I mean like it's always some weird stuff that happens it uh, it can always be a journey, for <laughs> absolutely sure. So, um, for your Inktober project that you're doing, who who are some of the people that you've uh, you've drawn so far? Let me find that. Let me find a list so I can uh, sound like I'm intelligent here. I can I can <laughs> tell you three of the ones that you that you had kind of that we had kind of used for, um, you know, the piece for our for the show here was your CM Punk piece, um, getting ready to hit to go to sleep. Uh, we've got a rock piece, uh, getting ready to throw the people's elbow, if I remember correctly. The fastest elbow And then elbow we've ever. got, um, yeah, definitely not the fastest elbow ever. And then, uh, <laughs> I believe Bailey throwing the, uh, the Bailey to Bailey, the, uh, belly to Bailey. Um, yes. yep. so, um, but, and I know obviously my favorite and the one, I think one of the ones I have shared previously on our Twitter page 
Uh, and even shared it over to Cody was uh, Dusty was uh, your Dusty Rhodes one doing the bionic elbow, That's which true. is. Apparently, I have a thing for elbows, is what I'm saying. I'm like Dusty, the Rock. I'm about throwing vicious elbows. Are you a Chris Hero? Are you a Chris Hero fan too? Because I have more to say elbows. yes, but not in the same way. There's something amazingly sexy about a very large white man just dropping this unnatural elbow of power. I just, it's crazy. Note to self, start throwing elbows. Random elbows. <laughs> just random elbows. I just would love it if you actually caught me unaware. That would be hilarious, Chad. I just can't even imagine. I can't imagine this moment happening. See, the problem is it's going to be hard to sneak up because if I'm doing Dusty, it's hard not to go, Bionics, baby! And then throw it. It's yeah. like, you know, I know you can't help but call your spot beforehand. Yeah, like, no. I know you. I've known you a long time. You're going to definitely it, do it. It is hard not to signal the move before you do it. Totally. So, so, but who else? Who else do you have on the uh, on the list here so far? <laughs> well, when I, um, I I make a spreadsheet before every Inktober now, I actually had sixty two names oh, on that list. So, oh yeah, and that was, I mean, you know how many wrestlers there are. I could go on for days. Oh god, yeah. So, so that there are, there are not sixty two days in October. <laughs> to the ones that I thought would be the, the best and most popular. Like I'm I'm very proud of like the Samoa Joe, the Andre the Giant, the the Rey Mysterio. I threw in a hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh that one was I, amazing. Oh, I love Hacksaw Jim Duggan <laughs> so <laughs> much. It's actually really precious because I met him at I think at Florida Supercon and I was with Robbie. Um, the aforementioned uh, guy who got me back into wrestling and I host my podcast with, and he was straight up like too shy to go meet uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So I had to drag him over there and he just sort of sheepishly looked at his feet the whole time. It was really quite adorable. Oh, I know someone just like that. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, me. My husband will like yell out from across across a gymnasium. I have no idea what you're talking about. At, at I, someone I might have a crush on. I've never done such a thing. Like a jerk. To hey, my, my wife loves you. I have never done such a thing to you or my mother at a, at a right. wrestling show. Would have never done it. It's awful. You, no not. woman go with Chad to the wrestling I show. Did not yell it. I feel really bad when you embarrass Cheyenne. Oh, that first time. Oh, she's going to hate you. So, like, it's going to happen. I did not yell at Monty Brown ever. I'm Uh, saying he's, like, the swollest dude I've ever seen. And then I'm like, "Mm, my little heart's a flutter. And then Chad just ruined it. Just, oh, man, I just wanted to melt melt into the floor. Gave you gave you an opening. Which is which was it? An opening? I don't know if any guy out there is like, hey, you know what I would like? My significant other to yell out at the loudest shrill she's got. Hey, my husband thinks you're sexy. That is the quickest way to watch any female wrestler never speak to you. I just well, but there's a difference between female wrestlers and guy wrestlers. That's I don't. I, I think I think we're we're dealing with uh we're with two different scenarios here, honey. Maybe. <laughs> like, I mean, yes. If you were to uh... scream, "Hey, Leva, my you know, Leva Bates, my husband thinks you're hot." Yes, Leva might be a little creeped out on that one. But for guys, it's a bit of a different story. In our case, Leva would be like, oh, that's Chad. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, she wouldn't even... Then she'd be like, I thought the restraining order was still in effect. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't She wouldn't be all that surprised at all. No. So. No. 
It, it's either she'd look at it either, is it she'll probably go it's either Chad or it's uh or it's Rick the Sussman Sussman. It was one of the two of us. So yeah, I I think when I met Brian Cage, I like shook a little and was like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh. Like I couldn't even like formulate a whole sentence. It was really I couldn't stay. I store. I think I am level with his belly button. So it was very awkward kind of conversation. Anyway, you're already staring up at him. It's it's very awkward. Staring to me. up at his massive man boobs and blotting out the sun. <laughs> right. That one, yeah. He's blotting out are the sun. Are you sure they're? Are you sure they're not called machine boobs? Though? There you go. I mean, it's it's just like this this unachievable goal. I yeah. Mean, everyone around. Everyone is like, what is that? Thank you. If if you work hard and take a lot of steroids, <laughs> no, because like can be a machine. He's just no. a massive calorie burning thing. Like, <clears throat> oh god, everyone on our show has heard some of the great eating stories. Yeah, Brian Cage our... is a former guest. And yeah, spent, spent six hours once eating at a uh, at a Golden Corral uh, in Brandon, no less. So and now wow. he's banned. <laughs> so he was not banned. Oh, that's the wrong restaurant. There was some other all-you-can-eat restaurant he was banned from. Uh, possibly, but yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't the Golden Corral. So they know better now, right? <laughs> they see him coming. So okay. Um, oh, Honey, oh, you... I get to do the. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I get to do the invitational question. Okay, so Eric, I know that you travel throughout the state. Sometimes you might have to make some overnight trips, some late nights, uh-huh. some driving when it's dark. Uh-huh. Well, let me let me pause real quick here. So, what's what's the farthest you've traveled in in these here United States? Wait, I feel like you're leading the. the... Well, I want to make sure because if he's a straight Florida native and has never left the state, this well, question's yeah, going to be I'm, difficult. I'm from I'm from North Carolina, um, and I mean I've been to New York and California. Okay. But All right. Not, I didn't drive to either place. So the the question the question is still is still could possibly be viable. So I I will I, your I honor. Like I, will, I will back up. I will back away. Calm and let down. You continue your you continue your line of questioning. <laughs> calm down over there, buddy. So so it's late. You're making the drive. You're tired. And up ahead are some some beautiful lights. You're hungry. You're like oh, I just need snacks. Do you oh. go? Do you pull off to? Sheets or Wawa. That's definitely leading the witness, Your Honor. Oh, I think that was just descriptive questioning. Yeah, I think your descriptive was was definitely showing favoritism to one versus the other. I uh, your Honor, I would like the question stricken from the record. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh. But yeah, which is your preference, Sheets or Wawa? So, I think... Honestly, it is stacked a little unfairly because while I have driven by sheets, I have never been inside one, as to my memory. That is oh. too bad. Uh, no, no, you're not missing it. Wawa is entirely based in Tampa. <laughs> uh oh. So I, I have to go Wawa. Um, I'm, I'm reasonably pro Wawa, but, you know, I. Uh, it's a, it's really no contest because I've never <laughs> I've never been a sheet to my memory. There we go. But he's I'm he's sorry, open, buddy. he's open to the option. That's okay. No, it and like you said, that's why I was concerned and wanted to double check the question before. I we feel like we never really ask anyone 
if they're from different places, because we're generally interviewing wrestlers who we know travel. Right. Well, that's why I... But every once in a while, we get someone who has never been to a Sheets, and I'm like, that's okay. Wawa's better. Like, no worries. You're wrong. You're on the right team. That's okay for now that that he only knows Wawa, but one day he will pass by a Sheets and go, you know, the IndyCast told me I should stop in here and try this place out. And then... And then when he, puts, when he puts food to his tongue and he hears the sounds of angels singing in his head that only angels. he can hear, yeah. playing little hearts. All right, let, let, me, let me ask you this. What, 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 each of you tell me what I need to have from each thing. I'm going to sample both. I'm going to take the Pepsi challenge here. What's the one thing that I should get from each? Hmm. Well, Chad, you have such a love affair for sheets. You were just I talking. Do, uh, made to, made to order uh, anything on the, the made to order menu because it's it's a uh, it's they're very similar because Wawa ripped sheets okay. off by coming up with the, by <laughs> taking the idea where you can just come up to a screen and punch in what you want and get it. But the food's better. Um, plus, their mac and cheese actually at, at uh, okay. sheets is is probably top quality. Okay. Loaded tater tots. Oh, with. Man. Uh, mint chocolate latte. Mint chocolate latte. On the tater tots? No. An accompaniment, (laughs) sir. All of us need an accompaniment. I'm telling you that the flavored coffees at Wawa make stopping at any time, no matter what kind of situation you're having, you can make a delicious coffee house-like beverage with more flavors than your mind knows what to do with. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I have the control of the pump. What? Though I will, I will speak for the, uh, for the, the uh, not currently here today uh, one, Mr. Zach Romero, uh, because I know the Thanksgiving time is coming around. Oh, no. So I believe, what's, what do they call that at Wawa? The Gobbler? The I Gobbler, think, is there, uh, yeah. Is there, like, signature sub at this time? So that's... Uh, it is that's... the most delicious turkey sandwich. It's like, mm, so good. Because they put everything that, like, you would normally get in a Thanksgiving dinner on the stupid sandwich. So it's something about the cr- like the way they do the cranberry portion of this sandwich. That's just it's just a yeah. I do believe perfect. I promised Zach I would try one this year. I haven't had one yet. So yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to remedy that. We've we've lived in the Tampa Bay area now, going on eleven years. Yeah, and he's like, nope, never tried their most famous sandwich. Yeah, no. <laughs> Well, in my defense, Wawa's really only gotten into the Tampa area in, like, the last five or six. It's not like they were, you know, like wow. way down here. You couldn't have aged yourself better by going, oh, like, five or six, like, it's a throwaway nickel. Like yeah, it's, well. Yeah, five or six years. That's how you know you've been through too many, is yeah, what I'm well. saying. When you... I'm old, what can I tell you? So. Like, let me just tell you, none of our 20-year-old friends are like, ooh, five years is an eternity. That's mm-hmm. like a... A, a very large chunk of their life. Well, so. first off, those 20 year friends should get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> that's that's all I'm around. saying. Get the hell off my lawn. So, uh, Eric, we have two questions that we end every episode with that uh, we like to ask all of our guests. Uh, the first one is a bit of a downer, so I will apologize in advance. Uh, uh, sadly, here in the uh, lovely performance art that we all love called professional wrestling, we tend to lose a lot of talent early. Uh, if there is uh, any wrestler that you uh, did not get to see that you would love to have seen in person to have a match, a promo, what have you, uh, who would that wrestler be and why? 
Okay. Van Vader. Good call. Yeah, big Van Vader. It hasn't even been that long since we lost him, and I'm thinking, yeah, I would have loved to have seen him beat the crap out of someone in his heyday. That's a good point. I would just want to see him again so I could see the the big Mastodon mask in person again. Oh, hell yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> that was possibly the coolest piece of ring ring gear I've ever seen. So, so. Um, Okay, yeah. Uh, so, question two. Uh, we here at the IndyCast believe that uh, all animals in nature have certain traits to assist with their survival. Uh, giraffes have the long necks. Rhinos have the big horns, etc., etc. We believe that the human's uh, trait is the ability to use tools. So, with that being said, Eric Z, good night. If you could fight any animal, what animal would it be, and what weapon would you use? I don't know how well it would go, and I'm actually completely against this in uh, in the real world um but uh, you know in the context of this question i i assume all morality goes out the window right of course yep um are you guys fans of one piece shelly is are you, are you i sure am i am I indeed one of the one of the <laughs> best things i remember ever seeing is when luffy fights that whale oh yeah yeah, so yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to to fight a whale with my bare hands. Nice. That is amazing. That's a fantastic visual representation. But if you don't know this, you have no clue what we're talking about. You should go look it up. I'm so sorry. I I have no clue what you're talking about, but I will go look it up later to see Luffy fight a whale. You could just just imagine me fighting a whale with my bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough. It's ridiculous, but awesome. Also at the same time. So, uh, Eric, this is the uh, part of the episode that uh, actually the aforementioned Brian Cage has officially given us permission to call Get Your Shit In, Uh, your opportunity for everybody to uh, get your social media, where they can buy your artwork, where they can hear your podcast. Uh, You get the opportunity to put that all over. The floor, sir, is yours. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. You can see my portfolio. I have two sites. One is uh, freewillunlimited.com. And the other one is ericzgoodnight.com. That also has links to my Instagram and my Twitter. I'm known on both as Easy Goodnight. Um, and I also have a store open. You can buy my posters and things through Free Will Unlimited, but probably the better site is uh, easygoodnight.storeenvy.com. There you go. And how about All your right. podcast? Go ahead and do your uh, comic podcast. Oh, yeah. I, uh, uh, it's called Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Um, we're currently on a bi-weekly schedule. Um, so yeah, you can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com and on, uh, pretty much any podcatcher of your choice. Very nice. Look them up yes. after you're done listening to them, and hopefully they'll put us over on their show. Uh, Sounds so, good. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, well, Eric, thank you very much for uh, joining us on the episode today, and for all of our dozens and dozens. Always thank you for joining us every week right here on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. As always, everybody, I am Chad Allen. I'm Shelly Allen. And until next time, everybody, we always say, Deuces! Greetings, everybody. Chad Allen here from the IndyCast. Uh, well, I guess, obviously, they're listening to the show. Uh, here to talk to you about Phil Singer Games. 
Uh, I know you've probably heard us talk about it uh, before if you're a listener of the episode, but if you're not, Phil Singer Games for over 30 years has been the top wrestling card and dice role-playing style game that's on the market right now. An absolute blast to play uh, if you play the Champions of the Galaxy version, where you can pretend to be one of the many stars from the future and battle them out, to Legends of uh, Today from here on Earth with guys like Andre the Giant and the Road Warriors, or to the most recent independent up-and-comers. You can play any single one of them, or you can even play them against each other. It gives you the chance to have those dream matches you never thought you wanted to see until right this moment. And you can find out all about it on philsingergames.com. There are hundreds of wrestlers to choose from. Tell them the IndyCast sent you. Go to philsingergames.com. Just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty ass Meryl Street. We are we're touching wieners. Not touching wieners professionally. What I am is a big queer stone cold Steve Austin. So hey Zach Romero. I bet you didn't know this. This is supposed to be a rest.